Who is that? Who is that? Glad you masked the masked singer podcast nobody asked for with Belinda and Dan. Uh, um, you're, you're doing welcome, right? Oh, I thought you were. I mean, I can. Welcome to Glad You Masked, the Masked Singer podcast that nobody masked for. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I love a good pun. Um, I'm Belinda. Uh, and I'm Dan. And this week, Dave Hughes followed me on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm, um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm jealous or not because, like, jury's still out on whether or not I like Dave Hughes. Yeah, okay, like, that's... <laughs> I've heard he's a really fair. sweet guy, but he's just... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what the irony of this is, though? What? And I think I've talked to you about this before, is that I've realised when Dave Hughes tweeted something, tweeted Osha Ginsberg, that Osha Ginsberg has been blocked on Twitter. Oh, no. And I don't know why. Um, oh, Osha, is, what, what did we do to you, man? Like, I don't know. This is several, like, this is probably like seven or eight years ago. I think I just tweeted something mean about The Bachelor. And, oh, no. God. Oh, honey, you've got to tweet nice things about The Bachelor. Otherwise, you know, Osha's know. Never gonna. I know. You know, I know. Maybe maybe our dreams are stardom for this podcast. Nobody masked for. You know, I've just been <laughs> by your look <laughs> by you from seven years ago. Dave Hughes has followed me on Twitter. This is step one it's, of my it, rehabilitation. And and you know, one time I tweeted Mark Hamill, and he liked the tweet. So like, we've got something Mark, going here. Wow, I. In in terms of celebrities that follow us on social media, Sam Dastiari follows me on Instagram, as in the Labour politician okay. <laughs> who did resign in disgrace. Oh, um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. But no, no, it, sometimes celebrities follow you on things and then unfollow you once you follow them back. But I've checked, and Sam Dastiari still follows me on Instagram. Oh, well, that's, um, that's nice. I don't <laughs> even know. Look, one of my cousins actually was on The Voice. And really? I don't even think he follows me back. His mum follows me. That's upsetting. I don't know about it, kids. <laughs> That's... So, like, I don't know. Taylor, if you're out there, you know, you can follow me. It's I don't post much. You know, I'm not going to blow up your feed. Anyway. Anyway, this is, <laughs> this is why it's baffling me that, uh, yeah, Sam Dastiari follows me on Instagram. Because I don't post much. And also, I don't know why Dave Hughes followed me. Because I don't post that much interesting stuff on Twitter. I posted about Taylor Swift. And um, what was my other... Well, that, I mean, tweet. that's it right there. You're obviously, you're <laughs> Dave, Dave, Dave Hughes is a Taylor Taylor Swift fan. Yeah, he's just he's a stan. He's not just a fan. He's a stan. There's maybe, like posters all over his house. Maybe. <laughs> maybe Taylor Swift is on the Mars Singer, and we've cracked it, and that's oh, what uh, Dave Hughes uh, is Taylor on Swift is lightning. Right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna shut that down because I would know her voice. Yeah, <laughs> so. and I think if it was Taylor Swift, it would be like. She would have to be a cat or something. Like we'd bring back yeah, the cat, and true. then the cat would be that's like, true. it would be like really sexy. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That'd be quite the get if Taylor Swift was on The Masked Singer. It would be like you're in The Masked Singer, Australia. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't hate it. I wouldn't it would, hate uh, it. No, it'd be it'd be ten out of ten. <laughs> All right. Um, shall we jump right into F one? Yeah, um, it was a good first episode. I was look. We've had really a couple of big reveals. Um in this week um first being vinnie jones who admittedly i don't know who he is but he is famous apparently <laughs> he's more famous than i expected for he was on she's one. the man did you know this oh yeah i did because i had i did google vinnie jones as soon as i saw his name prop okay up, crop up i should say and yeah he's the coach on she's the man he's the coach of she's the man and he's been in movies he's been yeah, in a lot of he's movies been in a couple of things 
but I think more importantly to us, we have a personal connection to him. We do, yes. We have, so <laughs> if there's anyone out there, literally anyone out there listening to this podcast, but more importantly, anyone out there who knows us and knows what we've done, we directed a production of One Man, Two Governors and the script references Vinnie Jones. Yeah, which <laughs> it, it references grabbing someone by the balls. Which he referenced in his clue package, so he had all of the, all of the clues like to guess that it was Vinnie Jones. All, all that we needed was right there, and we missed it. We missed it. Um, <laughs> it I can't just, believe it was just disappointing. I can't believe I forgot about uh, a stage direction in a play I directed several years ago. Um, I, it's baffling. Yeah. Though again, <laughs> I'd love to know what some of the things actually meant. Like, for example, what was with the totem tennis pole? Um, are we talking about <laughs> Vinnie Jones's clue package? Yeah. Um, that, that's a very good point. And, um, I don't know. And, like, setting your watch by Vinnie Jones, I don't think he comes up year by year. That's true. That's what he said about um, when they asked him, was he a Hollywood person? And he said... Yeah, that something about you can set your watch by me. No, he said, what I do is box office gold and I won't let anything stand in my way. Oh, was that... Oh, well, it was in the... But what did he say? I, I, my notes are very messy. <laughs> I I do remember this, but I have a bunch of uh, notes. Thank you, Pedestrian TV, uh, from all the clues. And that's not in his. <laughs> oh, okay. I just have set your watch by it. I... There's nothing more specific. If you could take a look at my phone, it makes very little sense. Um, though I will say I'm going to take the win for this episode because I did say Volcano was going to be one of the first to go. Yeah. Well, we we both seem to think that it, we both thought it was going to be Mullet. Mullet is a better singer than I thought he was. Yeah, and, in, and that's a good be. way to segue into the rest of our <laughs> the rest of yeah. our performance this week <laughs> because Mullet was up first. If you missed the episode. Um, I remember I actually typed just before they started was that Mullet versus Pavlova was just an unfair match. Yeah. But then he comes Mullet... out with Macho Man by OIMCA and I was like, oh, actually. Okay. Yeah. I will say easy song. I th- I don't think he's a singer, but I think he is a better singer than we expected him to be. Yeah. He can hold a tune better than some other celebrities we've had on the show so far. <laughs> yes, for sure. Including Volcano, if we're honest. Uh, yeah, including Volcano. Um, and including whoever is doing Party Rock and Let's Be Real. Yeah. Um, uh, Mullet had my one note, uh, which was uh, Davis Cup. I got a little bit obsessed with the idea of Betty Davis and Gina Davis. And I was like, Davis Cup, tennis tournament. This guy's a tennis player. So I think maybe Pat Rafter, maybe Leighton Hewitt. That's all I have. Oh, also, actually, directly after... The Davis Cup thing. Uh, it was like something about improvising. And uh, he said, I know that's not the best way to get a hit. So, tennis player. That That's actually pretty good. A pretty good thought. It doesn't match the rest of the clues, but <laughs> that is <laughs> but, what I'm doing. But we seem to be getting a lot of, like, if we get a sports star, it's either a cricket player or a tennis player. They seem to be our big things. And I yep. know I'm talking like it's a trend, even though we've only had Mark Philippoussis. 
We did have Wendell Saylor, but we haven't had any AFL players. No. Which surely were overdue I am shocked we haven't had any AFL players. Because, like, wouldn't they sort of, like, considering how football heavy we are, though that being said, it might be because it is a Sydney show. If it was Melbourne, perhaps we'd have a lot more footy players on the show. It's true. That's true. Um, I do think the rest of them were singers, though. I think Pavlova, Dolly, Professor... Uh, vampire? Actually, I'm not sure about. Vampire's hard to say, but um, yes. Yeah, so I have no idea what mullet, who vamp- mullet is. I do want to say that his head falling off was Dave Hughes's fault. They were blaming Osher on the show, and I know he was like, go- like, but that's yeah. only because he was going along with Dave Hughes calling him fat. Right. Like me trying to be more woke. In my let's, old crusty age of twenty six. Let's not fat shame. <laughs> let's not fat shame this this bogan fish. fish. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, um, I will say, um, <laughs> what he did say was interesting. I don't need to get my hair wet anymore. In his answer to whatever yeah. the question was, I forget who asked it. Probably Jackie O because she seemed to ask every single question that episode. Yeah. Um, he is possibly a retired swimmer or a retired surfer or sailor. Yeah, all I, the, I all the getting, clues were water-based. Yeah, I am getting sports vibe from him. As we've said, Mullet being the Bogan guy, he's big sportsman. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm on this tennis train, but I don't know, after tennis matches, sometimes they, like, use towels and stuff. Maybe. I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that clue means nothing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so next we had Pavlova. Yep. Who sang Watermelon Sugar. And it was the only one we knew she was definitely going to sing that song. Um, the first No thing, idea. Yeah. We will dis- <laughs> we discussed the possibility of Pavlova being M. Ruciano from the beginning. After hearing Watermelon Sugar, that's definitely not ha- That's definitely not what's going Dolly on Dolly is M. Ruciano. Dolly I... is M. Ruciano. <laughs> we'll return to that. But yeah. Pavlova is someone from Western Australia, probably. Um... I've... Twitter seems to think Anna Gare. Yeah, because she does it. She does. Well, I didn't know she was a singer. She was on Junior MasterChef briefly, like ten years ago. Yeah, and I That's think she does. Uh, she did uh, British Bake Off, I think, at one point. Ah. Or something from my googling. I think she was on a baking show. This is googling that I did on Monday, guys. Yeah. We're going really fast. There was l- this. lots of <laughs> lots of baking references, but that might just be because she's a Pavlova. Yeah. And Hard to say. <laughs> I was interested in the international migration law. I wondered either are her parents like well-known lawyers or is she a lawyer? Also, did her family migrate here? Was she born somewhere else? So I've got no clue Yeah. what that means. Um, and I guess the only real lead from, and that's not even from me, that's from the people of, the good people of Twitter. Yeah, a lot of our... Our main source is Twitter, guys. We just like talking. <laughs> um, I liked the, the, the opening that she's crusty outside and tender inside like a pavlova. That made me wonder if she's got some kind of thing like, you know, it's sad, but women have a sell-by date in the media. And I'm right. wondering if she's, get, if she's an older lady. Like, not that old. I'm saying like, you know, 35 <laughs> Plus. <laughs> crusty. Oh, Belinda. I mean, look, I'm 26. I already feel <laughs> crusty. So, Pavlova, I get you. You know, let's just get together sometime, eat some strawberries. It'll be fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> though, I, I do say uh, Anna Gare does fit, I think, the, the clue where she says she's down south in 
the hill with a fiddle slash violin. I may have some typos in my notes because right. I was typing on my phone. But I believe she started as part of a band, and that's how she sort of started her career. Okay. So I'm not sure what instrument she played, though, but I, if she played in, like, a folk band, if it was a, I believe it was a folk band. So there's a few th- little things there. Yeah. Okay. Let's um, move on to Dolly. Who's Dolly Emerichiano. Uh, do we need to spend any time on that? Look, we, yeah. <laughs> The clues, I didn't even get I had no idea about the clues. <laughs> uh, she's not a toy. There's some hula hoops and there's blood. Like, I don't get what the clues are about, but that voice, I feel like it's Emeruciano. Like, <laughs> We've guessed Emeruciano every year, and I feel like one of these days. I feel like, right. fi- yeah, finally, that's the, this is the time. Also, um, like, especially because the arms are on poles. I feel like she's short, and that costume yeah. actually works very well. Yeah. If, if M is short. I actually don't know how tall she is, so... I... The only real thing that I... The only real lead I had with her is she's... I don't mind a bit of back and forth. In fact, I'm rather famous for it. Could be a reference to radio, basically. Like, she's she's famous for back and forth on the radio. And that, oh, I thought... Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, a bit of banter. And I thought maybe that's... But other than that, I'm not really sure. I'm just going off the voice... Yeah, going um, off the voice. Our theory is Emeruciano. We're going to be a bit disappointed if it's not. <laughs> she has to be on it one of these years, right? Yeah. like And also, when they she's keep a guessing really... it every year, if, it do- if she doesn't get on, it's like, why? what's the point? <laughs> also, she's a really good singer. So... Yeah. We, like, more people should actually hear her voice. It's nice. Yeah. It's just like, ah. Yeah. It's so going off, Going off the voice actually does lead into Professor, who was next. Um, yeah. <laughs> I knew that the voice was really familiar. Again, going off Twitter, which I'm trying to stay off just to, like, you know, get a bit of the detective hat on myself. But going off the voice, Ben Lee came up a lot for Professor. Everyone's saying Ben Lee. And, in fact, like, even without sort of looking around, well, yeah, I got the name from you. But, like, I can I could hear the Ben Lee yeah. in his voice. Considering be... the only song I really know from him is Catch My Disease, oddly <laughs> appropriate, now time of 2021. Um, you didn't hear <laughs> "We're All in This Together" on every single ad last year. Oh yeah, that's no, that's another true, ben isn't Lee. it? But like, considering considering what Ben Lee is kind of well, his main hits, this is very different for him, and I'm here for it. Yeah, no, I it was I wrote Professor goes far as well. Um, that being said, a lot of the clues also pointed to the Bachelor Matt Agnew. I, I feel like and that's a misdirect. I was and, calling him the bachelor who was the science guy. Just so yeah. you guys all know how little <laughs> I watch reality shows apart from the Masked Singer. Um, well, if it is that guy, I'm suddenly a little more attracted to him. Otherwise, you Good know, singer. I'm still happy if it's Ben Lee. Yeah. Um, I will say a lot of the clues do fit Ben Lee as well. Yeah, um, he did a, a charitable project. I... Don't that was not what I was going to say. Yeah, but he was involved in something that happened in Peru. So. Um, well, okay, sure. What I was going to say was that um, uh, there's a lot about, like, thinking outside the square. Um, he's very into, like, wellness theories and stuff. But there's also, I'm a scientist, I don't believe in conspiracy theories. And Benley has been, like, a hugely vocal person against, like, within the wellness cons- uh conspiracy theory sorry within the wellness community that's and wonderful 
Yeah, so he's like he's sort of in that community and like you know likes all the hippy dippy shit. But there's also a lot of hippy dippy people who are very like big on conspiracy theories. And he's like, no, no. Oh yeah, he, follow he's science, like, look, natural guys. stuff, but like get vaccinated. Yes, and yes, your, exactly. That's your cue, fellas. Yeah, listening and to us, get vaccinated. Get vaxxed. I, I agree. Want to go to Kmart again? <laughs> <laughs> I want to go out dancing. I want to go dancing. <laughs> Actually, I, I'd love to do that. I'd love to go to the club again. I want to go I back did. to work. I Look, some of you are fine, <laughs> but I lost work from not one but two jobs. Do you understand how insulting this is? Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Get faxed, guys. But, yeah, so um, our true possibilities, and it's only got to be one of these two, really. It's either probably Ben Lee, could be Matt Agnew. This is our summary. I'm, I'm here for it if it's Ben Lee. He um, was one of my, the first albums that I had. Oh, yeah. It's true. Yeah, Awake is the New Sleep was one of the first albums that I had. Oh, I feel like this is, that's the age gap between us, because I feel like my first album was either Kylie Minogue, um, <laughs> was it the On a Night Like This album, or it was Nicky Webster's Follow Your Heart. <laughs> my actual first album was Evermore, um, and then I think Awake oh, is the New Sleep might have been my second one. Um, also, age gap, there's two years between us, point. <laughs> Look. There's a long time mentally between those yep. two. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, vampire. Vampire, that one absolutely stumped me. I I do think that this is a singer. I um, It didn't necessarily sound like it, but I think this is a theatre person. Yeah, so to me, this person sounded like they know what to do with their voice. Whether or not they've made a career out of singing is up in the air for me, but like, if they've yeah. done a lot of different voice acting character like if they've able to do characters before because the the way that they sang gangsters well she, it's a her i believe a, yeah. the way that she sang gangsters paradise was like she was singing but then she was also trying to sound like an ethereal vampire and kind of what kate miller heike was doing last yes, year when yes. she was the queen she's yes. still trying to sound regal and you know she was trying to experiment yes. with the songs and i think it could work for Vampire, but it may not work as well because Vampire is, it was a little forgettable. I had to think about it for a moment to remember. I don't think like. we've, I don't think we've seen all that we will from Vampire. I think that she's got more to say. Yeah. Um, I think, I th uh, yeah. I think Rhonda Birchmore maybe. Um, uh, so I don't think, I don't think it's Rhonda Birchmore. I think that's Atlantis. We'll get to her in a minute. Okay. Um, because we'll start <laughs> talking about episode two later. Um, so I did like the theory that maybe it was someone like Gina Riley. Um, yeah. Because, well, the clues often referred to that she's a child of vampires, that her family is very important. There was a lot of clues based on her family. And it was like, yeah. well, if she has a famous family, well, Gina Riley would work because of, of course, we know her as Kim from Kath and Kim. That family is amazing. Yes. <laughs> the best TV family yeah. we've ever seen. If not, I was like, well, who else? Um, there is Miranda Otto, who has uh, also actor parents. Yep. Um, of course, their names escape me now that I'm talking about it. But that's a possibility. Well, that that was a, a name that I think I was just looking who's possibly come up. And she was um, she was in Lord of the Rings. 
So yeah, and actually, vamp vampires don't fear gold, so maybe that's got something to do with it. Oh, uh, uh, <laughs> uh-huh. yeah, she has an okay. unexpected power. Did she have an unexpected power in Lord of the Rings? I don't know who she played. Was she the one who? I think she might have because I think she was the one when someone was like, "No man can kill me," and she took over her element. She was like, "I am a no woman," man. and he's like, "Shit," <laughs> and then she killed him. That I think, would I that would know. actually be the most amazing thing if that's why Randall <laughs> was vampire. Um, I can't. Maybe <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So, um, a few options for vampire. And we've got a few. Nothing options. settled yet. Um, okay. Which was ep one. Good. Let's okay. move on to episode two. Shall we start with the reveal of the week? Um, yeah, this was another one that I was just, like, stumped by. I mean, like, I... And yet we somehow, like, nailed it on the head while we We... were joking about it. Yes! (laughs) George Columbaris as George Columbaris was not a face I expected because I thought he would be a lot shorter than Osha and somehow he was not. Um, I... And also considering he does, he didn't pay his workers. I thought this was not press. If he yeah, I know. Well, see, right this is the thing when we the kind of taster clues indicated a chef, and I was like, uh, I don't know. I doubt it's Pete Evans, and I don't think they'd get any of the Master Chef judges back. And they did. <laughs> and they did. And literally, as he was doing the "Who are you? Who are you?" trying to take his mask off, I was think sitting there like. And I can't prove this to anyone, which is the most insulting thing. Yeah. But I was like, wouldn't it be hilarious if it was just George Columbaris? And See, then it was. You gotta like verbalize all of your guesses, even if they're batshit. You've gotta, yeah. You've gotta at least send them to me. Yeah, and then because like I can well, verify you. As as some of you would also know, we text each other madly during these during yeah. these episodes. We so. <laughs> we try and save all the good stuff for, for the podcast, but it's, <laughs> but, <laughs> it's difficult. You know, it, it's difficult when you're not recording while watching. Yeah. Um, maybe next year we when if coronavirus is over, we can do live <laughs> reactions. Maybe, maybe. that'll be good. Maybe. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, George Columbus, the Both reveals this week baffled me for just completely different reasons. And yeah, and actually, I'm still trying to think like. What does 17 and 37 mean? Like, half the time they, they clues. That's true. We're a little bit esoteric. The European stars make sense because he's Greek. <laughs> Maybe Michelin stars as well. Oh, yeah, that could also work. Um, I don't think he's got anything to do with David Beckham. Also, Dust is just a wild costume. <laughs> I just I, want to put that I out was there. disappointed with... The way he used the costume more than anything else. Yeah, that's that true. That costume it was, it, needed some beautiful spins. And it needed to be served, shimmied. He served nothing. He, like... He... Yeah. Like, if, if you got he, served what he served at one of his restaurants, you'd be unhappy. I'd be unhappy. And I was <laughs> unhappy with what he served on that performance. And, like, he yeah. span afterwards. And, yeah. like, my father watched that one thing. Because he was like, what is this? Tried to grab the remote. No, it's like, no, hissing. No, this um, is... I'm watching this. Just, I have my phone for a reason. <laughs> yep. But, um, you know, he span at the end and father was like, you know, well, he's got that big thing on his head. You don't want it to fall off. And I'm thinking, but 
it would be secure enough to spin, surely. Or just just do a few shimmies. Just you know what I mean? Just lift your arms up a bit more. Come just, on. just oh, there's so much room I was, for it. I was just so disappointed in what was done with that. Like, not the, not in the costume itself. I actually loved the costume. I thought it was different. It was nice. It was different. It was unusual, right? It, it rates yep. that reference for me. But the fact that he didn't do anything with it as a performer was just so disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, clue number one that he was not a entertainer and <laughs> just a chef. Uh, you know who is a good entertainer? Kebab. We kebab. still stand kebab. Uh, we are kebab stands in this house. <laughs> um, going, okay, so none big, of the Big clues, question. Yeah. Kebab, man or woman? Look, I'm going to go with that Jack Vinger kid that everyone's saying. <laughs> Vision? Vinger? Vinger? I don't know. Jack Vigen. Vigen. Yeah. So if we go by the chromosomes, we'll say he's got he's got an XY chromosome. He's okay. Got XY chromosomes. I that's my guess. Because I was curious. I listened to about two seconds of him singing and then it was like, oh yeah, that I can see this Jack character doing this voice. And that's who I think it is. Um Yeah, okay. I don't know about any of the clues here. That being said, well, also, he's got a bit of a cute baby face. So I can see this kissing, being kissed by strangers thing happening. Because, like, you get all the little I, girls yeah. being, I like... I feel like... I don't know. Maybe that was, like, an I'm a Celebrity reference. Yeah? I don't know. I I, I, I mean, I love that show as well. Uh, big reality ho over here. But I... I don't know, I like vaguely remember, I don't know, sometimes they do weird challenges on that where they have to kiss each other or something. I, that, I don't know. That doesn't <laughs> anyway. sound like a, an HR <laughs> conference call, does it? <laughs> <laughs> like they pass it to each other with their mouths or something. I don't know, I feel like it's not beyond the realm of possibility yeah. that like Abby Chatfield kissed him or something on the first time, on the first day or whatever. I don't know. Anyway, that's uh, probably wrong. Um, and in case anyone's out there wondering, excuse me, why are you going man or woman? Don't you know there's more than two genders? The problem is I don't think we have any big enough non-binary <laughs> games. I mean, unless it's, I do think unless it was... it's like the only non-binary celebrity I can think of in Australia is actually um, Nick's whatever their name is, <laughs> who played Scorpius Malfoy in oh, uh, The Child. And that's, I only know that because I read an article about it and I I was sitting there going like, that's good for you. I still don't want to watch that play. Phil from Survivor is also Phil from Survivor as well. Um, And Liv Hewson, who was on, um, uh, what's the show called with Drew Barrymore? Uh, Santa Uh, Clara Diet. Oh yeah. You did did mention that. Um, Yep. So, but I don't think it's any of those people. Yeah. I, 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 I personally don't think it's any of those people because like, the, the caliber of celebrity is a certain type. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't think any of those people fit the bill. Yeah. I will say, I mean, see, the question is very binary when they asked, are you a man or woman? Mm. And the response was, mostly I'm one, but I've been known to be the other. It's interesting. Uh, it really directs to Courtney Act, mostly. Yes. Which and I think is almost too much of a direct to Courtney Act. It's, it's definitely like an easy thing to say, Courtney Act. And she has been guest, I'm pretty sure, every year. Yes, Courtney Act. The thing Ad- is, 
I did yeah. watch her season on Drag Race, so I did hear her sing a few times. She does not have that kind of voice. Okay, interesting. And Whereas it, Jack Vigeon does. Yeah, Jack Vigeon has that voice. It's a lot more dynamic. Courtney's is more like, at least from what she sang on RuPaul's Drag Race, where she was like required to, well, one, she made up her own song at one point, and two, they did a challenge where it was like a little Broadway musical of yeah. like um, how to be fishy or something. I forget. It was called Rusicle, the unauthorized Rusicle. <laughs> it's been okay. a while, guys. A 10 out of 10 recap. Anyway, yeah. she has sort of had more more of a Broadway voice. Um, okay, yeah. interesting. And I, I feel like if Courtney Ack was on the show, she would choose something much more sexier than the kebab. I stand kebab. A kebab is sexy <laughs> when it's 3 a.m. and you're like super pissed, but it's not Courtney Ack style. She would have an outfit like, uh, well, let's move on to Lightning. She would have an outfit more like that. Lightning. Lightning, I can't decide if Lightning is a singer or not. I think maybe they are. I think they're kind of in the vampire category, someone who does know how to sing. But, but is it, that's not necessarily their thing. Yeah, there is a lot she of She had reference. a pretty voice. There's a lot of, like, radio referencing. Yeah. Like, her, her, she's first shown with, I have I have the phrase clock, Beethoven, and DJ. She's, like, doing a little DJ set, and then it's playing, um, I forget which symphony it is, but I, I think it was the ninth or the fifth i forget which one it was but she's it's playing one of beethoven's symphonies interesting and then i guess there's a clock there <laughs> um kate ritchie was brought up for lightning which i think is possible that would make sense oh she left the gold behind she did get a gold logie i believe she did. or she was nominated at least and she, then she won went... two i think yeah and then she moved to radio which actually that makes a lot of sense that does make sense yeah. that being said why do I feel like this voice sounds like a teenager or like a 20 yeah, year old? Very young voice. Like this voice actually sounded like Taylor Swift. Um, yeah, I don't think so. It's a bit so. confusing for, obviously it's not. The thing is <laughs> lightning is, she has a nice voluptuous curvy body. She's got like my dream body. And Taylor <laughs> Swift is like, she is French model thin. Yeah, right. That's so. True. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the reason this isn't Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, which like, it's it's kind of awkward to be studying their bodies this way. But the thing is, we have to take the clues we can. Yeah. Um. And... I mean, I'm I'm. <laughs> this is gonna sound really creepy. I'm kind of all for it. Like, I love. It's like, it's just a very practical <laughs> kind uh, of honestly, way yeah, of discussing and, body and types. And look here here at the podcast, nobody masked for. Uh, I think we believe, or I think you'd agree with me that we believe that everyone is beautiful in their own way. Yeah, absolutely. And we're but, not discussing what's objectively attractive here. We're just saying. But it's, yeah, it's nice to be able to discuss body types in a way that is practical and practical, non-judgmental. Yeah, like and it's non-judgmental. Just, like, <laughs> it's just like, yeah, anyway, but yeah, <laughs> that, that's a divergence. Um, um that being said, I'm not surprised that her performance was vote like wasn't voted up to go. She that she went to the elimination round because honestly, it was barely like I hate to say it. She she can't like I did like her voice, but it was barely worth paying attention to. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Like I can't remember what song she sang. She just kind of stood on top of a building. 
the mm-hmm. whole time. There was a nice little 3D, of, like a TV effect, but I imagine the people that were there were kind of like, what is she doing with her hand? The people we, that were in the live audience. <laughs> again, time. we might see more from Lightning as we go on, but we will I certainly see. hope so, because like it seems that a lot of the sexy characters get booted, and it's kind of like, let's see them go through to the end. <laughs> it's true, it's true. Um, <laughs> Give me a sexy winner, baby. Speaking yeah. of babies. <laughs> baby. <laughs> why Excellent. do the judges think she's cute i okay i think this is like a weird it's a little bit creepy it's not puppet level creepy no um not puppet level creepy but they definitely stole the mechanism with the eye movements they yeah. definitely repeated that um i think we're both glad that they didn't have baby on the same night as dolly yeah but honestly both... Like, not as similar as I as I thought. The more they we see them, the more yeah. the differences come out. But when we first kind of saw them, it's kind of like, aren't these the same character, basically? Because yeah. as well, I think part of that is because Dolly's character is definitely based on those Cupid dolls that you get. But the kind that you get at, like, Melbourne Show, where they've got the yeah. tinsel on them. Oh, sorry, not the tinsel, the tool, little, little tool skirts and the glitter. I had one of those recently. <laughs> I honestly don't know point. what you're talking about. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, if you go to the Melbourne show, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you watch, if you look at the stalls and stuff, you will see a lot of things where they sell toys on sticks. I don't know what okay. it is with toys on sticks, but that has been a mainstay of the Melbourne show. And every year I find myself staring at those little dolls on sticks. Like they're just tied with a rubber band, but you know. The wooden dowels are pretty valuable, so... <laughs> Interesting. Anyway, baby. <laughs> anyway, baby. Um, look, I... I don't know. I've got no idea. I'll repeat what I said originally, which is tell tell me it's Pauline Hanson without telling me it's Pauline Hanson. <laughs> uh, she doesn't want to grow up. Doesn't like perfection. I don't know what that means. <laughs> but seriously, um, my opinion is that this is possibly a netball star. And when you were like, what does this mean? Um, She said she's been front and center. She's also been on the wings. And both center and the wings are known for football positions, netball positions. Well, they are also football positions. Oh, that's, oh, maybe she's a football player. I didn't know that about about football positions. I think. You can tell I paid attention to people. Quite me on that. Or do I don't know. I <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure about that one. Um and yeah. There is actually a couple of clues that she loves flowers. She's been around them all her life. Um I wonder mm-hmm. if there's any teams, like is there like a Wattles team or something like that? That sounds like a thing. <laughs> <laughs> sure. This is I have you can tell that I haven't Googled at this point. Don't don't be at me for my presentation of facts um you know what what do you think about baby do you think, i do you well, have any ideas i i was gonna say celeste barber celeste barber was brought up i think on the night and it's a pretty fair guess because this is definitely a character a comedian would do yeah well yeah I, I don't know if the singing was like intentionally bad or like it, it, you know I definitely, yeah. yeah, I agree with you. The baby is definitely following a shtick and is going to, like, is is going to beat that dead horse until it is, you know, mush on the ground. I'm sorry for the grim image there, but 
kind of like with um, uh, Julia Morris. Name? Yeah, with Julia Mo- Mo- Morris doing Kitty. Yeah. Last year, like constantly meowing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All yep. that. This is a similar thing. What does make me think that Celeste Barber is maybe right is, well, I don't like perfection. It makes me go where, where. And, of course, uh, she, like, her Instagram is all about sending up so-called perfection. Uh, uh, yeah, because she's the she started with um, recreating influencer yeah. pictures, didn't she? So, yes, yeah. she does. So, I don't know, maybe, maybe Celeste Barber, maybe Jackie O's onto something. Yeah, um, I find that Jackie O, I think, is she gets the most of them right. Yeah, her and Danny are the ones that take it seriously. But in saying that, some of the guesses from both of them were been, horrible. Oh, they've been wild. I like, mean, <sighs> I'm sorry. Jesse from Little Mix is not on The Masked Singer Australia. No. I, like, it's not. Not at all. And when she said... Though, actually, what was funny, when Jackie suddenly changed the, um, the Duster guest to George Ramsey, Gordon Ramsey, sorry, what am I talking about? Yeah, I know. The thing she is, went, it went is to a, a master. The hilarious thing, though, is that it went to a MasterChef ad after the show, and Tilly Ramsey is over here for Celebrity MasterChef. <laughs> yes, that's true. It's true. And I was like, what are the odds of that? Is Gordon actually over here? Like, is he actually, I don't know, uh, the pinata? That would be crazy. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay is not on the show, but she had, she was halfway there. She was like, it's a chef, Gordon yeah. Ramsay. Like, Jackie, come on. Think of a, think of someone local and you might've got it right. Yeah. I, I get really insane when they're like, they mention all these people that it's definitely going to be. It's like, no, no, <laughs> where are you getting these things? <laughs> yeah. But um, at least, at least, um, Ursula Carlson makes them funny. David's just like, what if it's Bono? <laughs> it's like, no. I know. I don't yeah. think he's guessed Bono before. That was just the name off the top of my head. But, like, I wouldn't be I surprised think he's if he said guessed Bono before. I'm, I'm almost certain he has. Um, uh, Atlantis. Atlantis. Okay. Um, so we'll go back to you mentioning Rhonda Birchmore possibly being. Yep. Vampire. vampire. You reckon. I think it's Atlantis. Okay. Explain. Because I listened to it. I listened to some clips of her singing on YouTube and I was like, this voice is actually super similar. And I looked up her Wikipedia. So the clue being the ocean was my original home in her video. Her first big role in a film was, it was called like a pirate story or something like that. And it was an adaptation of the Pirates of Penzance. That's a strange thing to know about Rhonda Birchmore. (laughs) (laughs) It's only because I Googled it. My biggest exposure to Rhonda Birchmore is that I saw her at my workplace once and she was performing there and she wore a sparkly dress. And I was like, cool, I'll continue doing my job now. (laughs) I I like Rhonda Birchmore. I don't understand why she'd be punished and rewarded for who she is. But for me, it's all about the voice and that one clue. And I'd love to know about what... Uh, Washington has to do with it, and also why there was a Jesus reference in her thing. I wondered, was it because she did Jesus Christ Superstar? It's nowhere in her Wikipedia page. Interesting. But if it's got, uh, if there's someone on there who's done Jesus Christ Superstar, that would be pretty cool. Or you know, I don't know, maybe it's something to do with Carols by Candlelight or something. Some of these clues just make no sense. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I. 
I don't know. Like how, we'll, we'll go back to Duster for a second. There was all these references to India where it's like, oh, MasterChef's popular in India. Uh-huh. Yeah. That makes sense. It makes sure. about as much sense as putting Daniel Radcliffe <laughs> in the goldfish clues from last year. Yeah. Food I don't food. think we'll ever know what Daniel Radcliffe's connection is to Christine Arnoux. <laughs> I just don't think we'll ever get we, that. We will never remember. It will never be clear. Um... So, yeah, I don't really know anything. Like, again, we could sort of just say the clues for all of you. I recommend going to find them on, I believe, 10 players, the best place to find them. If not, yep. you can go to the Masked Singer Instagram. Mm-hmm. But, you know, none of them sort of really stand out to me for anything. I've just sort of written notes about what they are. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, <coughs> piñata. Now, I have a theory about Piñata. Yeah, do tell. And I don't know if it's correct, but I think Guy Pearce. Um, And that is based on, mostly it's based on I Had the Luck of the Irish. There was a lot of Irish references in this. Um, Guy Pearce was in a show called Jack Irish. And it said, I'd bet my name on it. And also Ursula thought maybe his name was in the show he was in. And of course the show is called Jack Irish which was the name of the character. Um, the other thing that made me think Guy Pearce, uh, there was a lot of Home and Away references, and he was in Home and Away. Uh, and there was, I, it was kind of a blink and you miss it thing, and no one really uh, kind of took to it. But one of the like backup bodyguard people was a man in a skirt. And I wondered if that was a reference to, reference to Priscilla, Queen of the Desert, which Guy Pearce was in. So... I think I don't know. that is a pretty good collection of clues. And he was born in the UK. Oh, yeah, that's also true. They did talk about that he was originally not from Australia. Yeah. Um, and all I can say to that is, if it is Guy Pearce, well done to you. <laughs> and also, that'll be the biggest name that's ever been on The Masked Singer. Yeah, he's been in a lot more movies than I gave him credit Yeah, for. like, he's been in Iron Man 3. Yeah. <laughs> he was the Mandarin. Spoiler alert. Uh, but you, you know, you never saw him coming. <laughs> um, now that I say that, I'm trying to think what else he's definitely been in. I want to say he was, he had something to do with, I'm pretty sure he had something to do with Romeo and Juliet. I don't know. Yeah. Like, actually speaking of Romeo and Juliet, sorry, this is going back. When I was Googling Ben Lee, he dated Claire Danes for a few years. Oh, that's cool. Well, maybe we'll see a Romeo and Juliet reference. Maybe. Anyway, if moving do, on. That would be pretty cool. Anyway. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if he's in a, Australia currently. That would be a pretty good pull to get, to get Guy Pearce. I'd be pretty impressed. I mean, they've they've um, got big names before. We have started pretty big with Vinnie Jones. And the fact that we know who George Columbaris is... When the last, well, first season, you know, I can't remember reveal one. I do remember reveal two being Brett Lee. And then last year we had Mark Philippoussis and then Mark Bevan, I believe his name is. And everyone was like, who is that? Michael Bevan. Michael Bevan. There we go. Yep. You see, we don't know who he is. <laughs> um, I definitely think this is a, well, I think you're on to something because I definitely think there's a home away person. It, it seems like an actor. My other guess is maybe Steve Peacock, who was on Home and Away and now does a variety of Australian TV shows. 
Uh, but that's also not... that could be it. I I don't know. As as we've established many times, I apparently don't know who anyone is when we do the <laughs> singer. I seem to know people until it comes to the mask singer. Um, what I was going to say is I want to know about what the plant and the lion on the couch means. Because when they establish home in a way, they kind of sort of do a shot of the two sort of backup people carrying a couch with a plant and a lion on it. I'm like, what does that mean? What is it? And also, what do the bunny, the cheerleader and a mariachi band have to do with anything? These are all really good questions that I don't know the answer to. Yeah, um, these I get interested in what these clues are actually supposed to reference because... And like, sometimes we some, never know. Some of them are very clever, but, like, you know, considering how I am, the only time I really got one that was clever was when there was Beetlejuice. <laughs> <laughs> when Eddie Perfect was frill now. He's playing the chess game with the, with the bloody jelly snakes and he has a cup of cranberry juice or something. And I was like, yes! Whenever this is any perfect. Whenever there's a musical theater <laughs> reference, and there were a few last year because we also had Kate Mule Heike and Lucy Durack, me and you were just like, yes, this is this, where, this is this is where we are at. Um, yeah, I think we Lucy Durack got brought the, up. We just need more of the correct musicals for me because I feel like mine are really <laughs> out there. <laughs> no, I, it's it's better. Um, yeah, as soon as as soon as Lucy Durack and Kate Mule Heike brought up, I was just like wicked. And Muriel's wedding. This is where I'm at. I'm looking for these clues. And when they finally came, I was like, yes, here we go. Beautiful 10 out of 10. <laughs> got everything. Um, but, That I mean, brings us to... Oh, yeah. Sorry. I don't know how many theatre people we've got this year. Um, possibly Atlantis. My... Possibly Vampire. Yeah. If we... Atlantis and Vampire are probably our acting peeps for the year, guys. Yeah. Um, otherwise, we have some singers. We have some sports stars. And obviously we had a chef. Um, yeah. <laughs> for reasons unknown. For reasons unknown. I love how he's like, some people love me and some people hate me. And it's like, no, you didn't pay your work. <laughs> that was the thing. There, it's no question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not controversial. That's like, just... Live the, we live in the age of eat the rich. What do you expect people to feel? Anyway. Yeah. That comes to the end of our lineup of contestants. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that really means that it's time to wrap up today. Um, yeah. Um, final thoughts. Who Who's going to get eliminated next week? Next week, honestly, um, from... Let me pull up my names again. From the first group, I have a feeling that mullet might be up the chopping block yep. because the first group was actually good like full of good singers yes i agree um it's definitely well whoever whoever is singing party rocking as we've heard in the ads that person is out that is not a song you sing if you're a singer <laughs> yeah um from the second group i have a feeling it it's gonna be atlantis or pinata okay um maybe baby <laughs> I was going to say maybe Lightning. Singing. I reckon Baby's going to be here for a little while. It depends on what Lightning sings, I think, because there's potential to do some really cool stuff with her costume, with her, you know, if she can pull off some moves while she dances, because we've seen that the costumes that can actually do some interesting things with their costumes, you can do some good movement. Yep. They also have a better chance. Um, there's only ever been one exception to this rule and that is Georgie Coughlin as monster. And that's because I don't know, she's just that amazing. 
Yeah. And also yeah, her clues, true. like, somehow really fed into her character arc of being, like, really sad. And I I'm love Georgie like, Coughlin. I love Georgie Coughlin. She's actually, I, she's actually beautiful. Like, when I used to watch she's the got a really with lovely her, singer. I was really into her and stuff. Yeah. And, yeah, really lovely singer. I think it kind of an Emerciano type. You know she can sing and then you hear her sing and you're like, wow, she's good. Wow, she's good. Yeah. Um, who's, who's your pick to win at this point? My pick to win at this point? That's sort of hard to say because we've got some good singers. Honestly, I'm going to go with what the crowd is saying and that's Pavlova. Really? Okay. Yeah, cool. Because, like, I personally, she's not sort of, I don't know, I don't like the face and the costume. That's really all I can say. The rest of it is actually a gorgeous costume. I think there's opportunity to do stuff. Like, she's not too restricted by the costume. And then, is she a singer? I think she is. Um, Possibly not my favorite singer. I prefer Dolly's voice. But yeah, I, I think I'm, she's the pop. I think she's sort of the popular choice for the winner. I'm backing. I'm gonna back Dolly. I'm gonna back Emruciano. As an outside choice, Professor. Professor. Maybe. Okay, Professor was who I thought from the beginning was gonna be the dark horse. I reckon he's gonna give everyone a run for their money because he's kind of yep. forgettable in concept, but like his performance was great. His costume, like I yeah. love actually seeing the costume actually have the LEDs on the face. Yeah. That was cool. Them. That was really cool. I liked that a lot. Yeah. I love them. Um, all right. <laughs> well, uh, that, this was, uh, glad you masked the podcast that you didn't mask for. My name is Dan. I'm Belinda and we'll see you next week.